Is we in this joint? Yeah, we up in this joint. So let me go ahead and get into it. It will be a short one. Yeah. It yeah. will be a short one. I'm a little, I'm still a little uh-huh. hungover. You hear me? Let me take you on a day. Day. We ain't got a way. Tell me if you got an ex nigga in the way. You yeah. I just want to get a little taste and I see you keep your body in shape. I just want to day. Damn you look good, huh? Damn you look good, girl, and you look good, nigga, stop Niggas came in two shots I'm waiting to hit Sugar Free quick with the Tupac This the coast, t-shirt, flannel, no coats A party ain't a party if my nigga can't smoke Here we go, let me, let me, let me make a toast To baby over there, cause you know I wanna poke No, I don't, I just wanna stick it in the throat Drop at the house and go dipping on the spokes Niggas know, two twelves in the backseat Passing by the kids and they yelling, that's me As I skate, damn, what's with all this? Hey, when I come around, can't say it to my face. Okay, niggas know I do stay paid, and niggas can't get that thing when I come around. Niggas better quiet shit down. You niggas ain't buying Chris Dow. You sharing that drink. Fuck do I care what you think? I come through wearing that mink. Niggas all drunk. I don't wanna hit your blunt. I can fuck with any bitch that I want. Is that your chick? Niggas looked over like. I did that back in 06. She was like, wait, hold up, that's my jam. This the new dime, bitch, that's my man. Try and get this money as best I can. Can you do it from the side, baby? Yes, I can. Just wait. I'ma beat it out like say. Going all nights, give me like five tapes and I'm straight. Dang, that's what I deserve. We get money now, that's what I heard. Y'all be in the club with all them. Let me play one more. What's up? I'm feeling West Coast on this Sunday. Yeah, I'm in Texas, but I'm feeling West Coast. Do it like this if you're from my hometown. A nigga A.B.A. Ah, nigga, yeah, you know L.A. Loki the second home. Never got Yeah, you know L.A. Loki the second home. Fuck you talking about. A nigga Boogie, yeah, from my hometown. My big homie Lance, yeah, from my hometown. He was the first one to say Lamar Park on the track. Like little homie kick back. Let me show you how to get down. And you know how I like to do when I'm off the cush, though. Might skip a car next year, get fresh, bro. You know they got spots on the water on the West Coast. Cut off the khakis, made shorts, still in dress code. He can take you around the world, put your name on the map. I can take you out to the beach, let you sit in my lap. If I take you out to eat, it might be a drive-through. Looking out my side view. Don't scrape the curb. I just got to repaint it, damn, that's my word. She want to roll around with me and blow lots of her. So I'm doing my own time. Talking crazy in the rap songs, deep slow down.
What's up, folks? Boom, it is your boom, one and only favorite Woody Jack of Jack. Just another nigga with no bitches and an opinion, and I've been wildin' for respect. Da, 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 doogie, really run. How the fuck you live? Ba, da, ba, 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 da, 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 da. Uh, oh, what, what? Damn, I got the wrong phone. Where my phone at? Oh shit, it's over here. I'm just say, damn, where my where my topics and shit at? What up, y'all? What? Oh, it is a Sunday. Welcome to the podcast. This is the Wildin' for Respect show. Wildin' for Respect podcast. Damn, one second. One, one motherfucking second right quick. Damn, it's early in the game. It's early in the game. I know I shouldn't have did that. I know it's going to come right back. I know it's going to destroy everything I made. It's probably going to get you boys sent to But this game I play ain't no way It's inevitable that I'm... One time for my nigga Christopher! <laughs> You know what I wrote a rap the other night? I was just freestyling to the uh to the future, to the future song, Married to the Game. And I was like, uh, what'd I say? Uh took one for the crew. I said took one for the crew. Just uh Damn, what did I say? What was the bar? Hold up. Let me see what that shit was right quick. Cause really, I ain't gonna say it was cap, but I, I really should have said I really should have said this. What I say in that bitch, and I kind of like the flow that I was using, low key. I want to say took losses to my habits, uh, ain't no gas in my tank, but there's money on the car. Back on fifty three fifteen, don't you park in my yard? When I die, I hope they think. Man, them shits used to go up. I used to take one for the crew, just to come through in the clutch. Truth of the matter is, my cousin Chris used to be the nigga that came through in the clutch. <laughs> my nigga used to come through in the clutch, Chris. Bro, I need to run to AB. I, I need to. I need a. We need a liquor run. I need. I need to go to ABC. Hold us down. <laughs> Hold us down, my nigga. Hold us down. We go up in the liquor store. He be like, "Don't be pointing that shit. Don't be telling this and that." <laughs> like. <laughs> Don't be pointing that shit. Just tell me what you want. <laughs> or they ain't going to let me get it. Just just tell me what you want. All right, for sure. Get the shit. Hit the counter. Slide about that motherfucker as soon as we get in the car. My nigga don't even let a second pass. You ain't get this shit from me. <laughs> I ain't got time for Brown to be on my ass. <laughs> yeah. They're both from Virginia. You feel me? Um, But anyways, like I said, welcome to the show. We are here once again. This is episode 157. Guys, I am tired. I went out last night, and that is partially why I had to why I had to open up with the original Dom Kennedy. So, as you know, this weekend is Halloween weekend. I think Halloween is going to be what's that, the 29th? So, I think Halloween is going to be on Tuesday. And uh so I would I wasn't going I wasn't even gonna do shit. I would God damn damn. See what I'm saying? I got yesterday I'm all up in my UV in me. Red day. It's not all in my motherfucking shit. Don't make no sense. I'm probably gonna fuck around and get sick this week. We got some weird weather sliding through Houston. This shit is stupid down here. But anyways, 
you know, I wasn't going. I wasn't even going to go out this weekend. I was thinking about it. I was thinking about going out, but I was like, eh, probably not. I'm gonna save me some money. This and that shit, blah, blah, blah. You feel me? Then my brother, <laughs> my brother, he already know how I get down. He already know how I get down. He hit me up. He hit me up last night at like 10 o'clock on Instagram. Was like, he was like, man, get your ass out the house tonight. I just started busting out laughing. I was like, this nigga already know. <laughs> He's like, he already know how I get down. I'm a homebody. It ain't nothing for me to just stay in the crib. It ain't nothing. So I just hit him back, like, laughed my ass off. Like, how'd you know I was staying in? Uh, so then we got on the phone. We was talking this and that shit. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I guess I'll pop out. Like, fuck it. I'll pop out. It, it is what it is. It's cool for sure. I'll pop out. So I'm trying to figure out where I want to go. But I'm like, I really don't want to go to the club, though. Like, of course I want to go to the club. But I want to go to the club where niggas is like, having fun and don't get me wrong motherfuckers i guess you go out everybody having fun whatever their fun is whether it looks fun to you or not if if niggas feel like they're having fun and niggas feel like they're having a good time but i like to see i like to be able to think to myself like oh yeah i can clearly see it like motherfuckers dancing motherfuckers doing this and that the clubs down here like i said they it is heavy on the section culture heavy every spot you go to it's a lounge you can order food and shit like that. Motherfuckers got hookah and shit all over the place. Like, going out here is really just going out to kick it. Like, the truth of the matter is, truth of the matter is, in Houston, the club is only as fun as your section. The club is only as fun as your section. If you get a section, say you go, say you and the homies pop out. It's two, three, four. It's two, three, four, five of y'all. Y'all pop out. Y'all get a section. Now it could be lit still because you with your homies. But if y'all in a section and y'all section not cracking, then y'all really won't doing shit. Y'all really was just at the club spending more money than you probably had to. You ain't got no hoes in. The, if you ain't got no hoes in the section, this and that, like. It ain't no fun because you just can't mingle around. So I like to be in spots where, you know, motherfuckers is dancing, where it just it just ain't all that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, so I'm looking. I'm like, man, do I want to go to Prospect Park? My brother was like, man, see what playground hitting talking about. I'm like, mm, I don't feel like driving all the way over there. But I still ended up kind of going like maybe close to downtown anyways. Oh. Uh, so I'm just looking all so I'm just looking online because I was looking earlier in the day of of where I wanted to go because I was talking to the shorty. I was talking to the shorty from out here the night before on Bumble, and she was saying how she had went to Prospect Park on uh on Friday. And uh I did I, I didn't even realize I had been there before until I had looked it up. Until I looked it up the next day on TikTok, uh yesterday on TikTok during the day. And then I'm just really kind of looking at the place. And then I, like, put it in the maps, and I just look at it. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I remember pulling up here. Me and bro, the when I first moved out here, bro had probably popped. Bro had came down maybe a week, two weeks after I first got out here. And um, 
and, and we had went to this one club. I don't know what the – I can't remember what the spot was called the night before on Saturday. Uh, but then he had hit me up on Sunday like, man, let's go get some food, this and that shit. So we had ended up going to Prospect Park, which was literally right next door. It was right next door to the spot that we had went to the night before. So when I see it, I was like, oh, shit, okay, I've been here before. Um, It looked like it was a cool little spot, this and that shit. But I was like, eh, eh, I don't know. So I'm looking around, just putting shit on, on, on the little, you know, on the Maps app, clubs, bars. Because really, I'm looking for a bar or some shit like that. So then I seen this one shit called Boondocks. It said uh, Dive Bar. I said, oh, that's all I already know. It's a dive bar. That's my speed. Like, and if it's whack, then it's whack. Maybe the music ain't going to be all that good, whatever, this and that shit. So then I get on TikTok, see if I can see if I can do some recon on it. And uh, I seen a little shit. I'm like, all right, this kind of look like it's doing something. Like, let me pop. I'm going to pop out and see what it's like. So I slide out. It's over on Westheimer. And uh, and maybe I can't confirm this 1,000% yet, but I believe that in Houston, Westheimer, what, what could I compare it to, especially as far as, like, L.A.? Maybe, maybe, like, a, maybe I could compare it to Sunset, to Sunset Boulevard. Like, because, you know, there's just hella spots on Sunset, uh... Now, in Hollywood, there's more spots actually on Hollywood Boulevard. But then when you get to, like, West Hollywood, that's where all the shit is at on Sunset for the most part. And you got a lot of shit on Santa Monica. Uh, But then when you get kind of over closer to, like, Echo Park and and shit like that, there's more stuff on on Sunset. Like, uh, uh, what's the shit called over there? The Globe? The Globe, I can't remember. I can't remember. But anyways, Westheimer is just kind of where it should be at. And it's a mixed crowd. Black folk, white folk, everybody. You know what I'm saying? It's just a mixed crowd. Next time I pop out, I'm on I'm on I'm on head to the black spots to see what they see what they're hitting on. So, anyways, I go out last night, pull up to this spot. And when I first get there, I'm kind of thinking to myself, like, eh, just because of the vibe and like where in like the one little spot, like the the first section of the club that I went into to get my drink and shit like i'm like damn like it sucks popping out dolo you know what i'm saying like i'm just dolo i'm not i'm not much i just not much of a strike up a conversation with anybody type of person and shit like that you know what i'm saying so i'm like damn i'm just really kind of looking like a loser you know what i'm saying just by myself this and that shit like lone wolfing it just looking crazy for real for real so I'm already kind of thinking to myself, like, uh, this shit ain't looking like it's about to be hitting on shit, right? I ain't got nowhere to just stand. Like, I just can't be in the cut. Like, I don't mind going out by myself, but I don't like, I hate when I have to go out by myself and I'm in the way. Like, I'll go out by myself all day if I can just find me a little spot in the cut. You know what I'm saying? If I can just find a spot to where I can just post up and... Just kind of be a little, uh, in, damn, why, why my shit doing that? Why why the buffer? Why the buffer doing like that? Oh, um, if I can just find a little spot, little spot that's kind of like in, inconspicuous, you know what I'm saying? Not necessarily, not necessarily, uh, like I said, just all in the motherfucking way and shit like that, then, then I'm cool. But if I'm just... 
looking stupid and everybody can just see me like by myself. I can't necessarily blend in with the crowd. That's when I start feeling like, oh, shit, like weirdo. So I'm finna leave. I give me a drink. I give me a drink. I go in the spot, get one drink for sure. Then I and then I knock that out real quick. I get me another drink. Go back outside. I'm like, man, I'm finna fuck this. I'm finna dip. Like I said, I was gonna pop out. Bro hit me up, told me to pop out. If he hit me back up, I don't want to be able to tell. I don't want. I don't want to tell. Him, like, nah, I ended up going out. This and that shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I I ain't want to do this. So I was like, fuck it. I'm gonna go out. So I was fitting to leave. I had probably only been at the spot maybe 30 minutes. I had really only been in the spot probably like 30 minutes. I'm like, man, I'm finna get up out of this bitch. So as I'm about to leave, as I'm about to leave and shit, I see some motherfuckers. I see some motherfuckers going to another door, going to a going to another door that I had walked right past when I came in. So when I seen motherfuckers going there, I was like, oh, well, let me just see what's in this bitch. Walk in there, it's mad deep, this and that. They playing good music. But the reason why I stayed is because as I'm walking in, I seen a spot where I could post up. Right next to the photo booth. I was right next, I was right next to the photo booth in between a little Pac-Man machine, a little sit-down Pac-Man machine. I'm just out the way, kind of in the cut. I get the people watch. I get to do my little, yeah, you know I mean, my little bopping groove and this and that shit. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I'm finna just hang in here and see what's up. So then, the DJ playing music, he doing his thing, this and that shit, whatever the case may be, you know. But then that nigga played when I come around. Guys, that is the absolute first off. That's that's the absolute last song I would expect to hear any fucking DJ drop outside of once you get past Vegas, once you get past Arizona, I wouldn't expect anyone to drop Dom Kennedy when I come around. I just would. So that low key had me hyped like, oh, shit, this nigga. This and that. Now, the whole time that I'm in there, there's a little upstairs part, right? Like, I see everybody upstairs dancing this and that shit and whatnot. But at the same time, I'm like, whatever. It ain't nothing. I ain't whatever, 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 right? But then I'm like, all right, fuck it. Let me let me go upstairs because maybe I was thinking to myself, like, I'm finna, I'm finna leave again. Uh, but I went and got me a beer. Went and got me another drink because I'm, I'm, I'm chilling. Went and got me another drink right quick. So then I go upstairs. And long story short, it was a good night. I was glad I went out. The DJ was really going off. He was really playing some shit. And he was really like, he was really kind of getting in his bag for real, for real. Like he was taking risk. He was playing down tempo shit. He was playing up tempo shit. Oh. Uh, my nigga, my nigga started playing goddamn outstanding. My nigga started playing. My nigga, yo, he dropped this in the club last night. He dropped this in the club last night. Hold up. I got to find it. And when I heard it, I was like, oh, 
classic. And that's going to be the same thing you say when you hear this shit, too. Damn. I do is be taking too long. They be uh, fucking up the queue. Uh, you hear me? Sean Khalifa, man. Paper playing gang. Number one, young. Hey, shout out to my brother Spitter, man. I just wanted to say that. See this shit from across the street, nigga. It's pimping over here. Macaroni. If if the last thing I expected to hear was when I come around in the club, nigga, the last thing I was expecting to hear a DJ drop was fucking mesmerized, my nigga. And the nigga dropped, and the nigga dropped this. Hold up. Like, this is what I'm saying. The DJ really was kind of going off because he dropped this too. He dropped this too. I couldn't believe he dropped this shit. I heard a little white bitch and somebody say that uh, next to me, like after this shit was going, and it was like, is this Isaiah Rashad? I was tripping, you was tripping, who the pilot? But my bitch hit me up when I'm driving. And I swear, it's a shoot, not a rain. And I had a nightmare last night, I won't count up. Nigga, what? So yeah, it was a, it was a cool night. The fact that I did go out, it did make me a little sad that I didn't get a costume because I was thinking to myself I was gonna be juvenile this year. I was gonna find my little Cartier glasses. I was gonna get me a a, a camo bandana. A motherfucking, mm, hold up, guys, one more time. Jesus Christ. Mm, mm, mm. I don't know what's going on right now. I wanted it to be, but oh, just kind of stuff in the back of my throat. Yikes! Um, but yeah, I was gonna get me a camo bandana, order me a cheap ass little cash money chain, and uh, yeah, that was gonna be that was gonna be my 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 uh my costume. I was gonna be Droovy. I'm in a spot. It's one nigga walk past me. I'm like, oh, killer. Nigga was dressed up as Cameron with the with the with the with the pink fit. He had the pink fit, the 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 pink the pink little fur headband, the goddamn pink jacket. I said, nigga, I was like, I know you ain't got the phones. <laughs> A little Mexican cat, I think. I was like, I know you ain't got the phone. He pulls out the phone. I'm like, oh, I like it. I like it. Like this nigga really dressed up as Cameron. This one nigga beside us, but uh, behind me was like, he was like, "Did you say Pimp C?" I was like, "Hell no, nah, nigga, that's Cam." I was like, "That's Dipset." He was like, "Nah, Pimp C did that before too." He was like, "Y'all youngsters." I'm like, "I don't know what you talking about, nigga." Like, nigga, this Dipset, <laughs> like that's killer right there, folks. Oh, uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. 
it was a it was a pretty it was a pretty cool night pretty cool night for sure for sure but um all right let's get into the next topic which i don't even know what the fuck it is oh i do i know exactly what the fuck it is Whew. guys 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 mm, 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 mm. my god Suavemente, bésame, que quiero sentir tus labios besándome otra vez. Suavemente, bésame, que quiero sentir tus labios besándome otra vez. I fell short once again. So Thursday, back on Westheimer, I went to a salsa class. And it was terrible. Oh, my God, guys. Once again, I have to explain it to you a thousand times over. I just truly, learning salsa truly, it just paints just an even, just another perspective of the dynamics between men and women and relationships and the expectations of the two parties involved. It was four dudes in the class. It was two women in the class. My class was at 8.30. The 7.30 class was a bachata class. So it was a little more, it was more ladies in the bachata class, right? And I, I wish it was a beginner's class, but it was an all levels class. So, bro got us doing basic steps. I'm getting the basic steps. I know the basic steps. But then my nigga started doing the little twists and turns. All right, on the three, the lady's going to do a turn. Then you do a turn. I couldn't get the turn down. Then we add in a cross lead. Then we add in this and that shit. And it was, bro, I was in there looking retarded all over again. Like I said, I could see it on the lady's face in Cuba. Like, just how disappointed and upset she was that she had to dance with me and deal with me. This time I was disappointing, again, multiple ladies. It got to a point in the class where I was so ashamed Every time the instructor would say, every time the instructor would say switch and a woman would have to come dance with me because at first I'm just looking stupid by myself. But then I started looking like a jackass with the, I had the, I had the ladies looking like a jackass. I don't know where I want to go. I'm supposed to be leading the women, but I don't even know where the fuck I'm going. So she just looking stupid. Oh, my God. It was so bad. Little white bitch going to look at me and say, it's okay. You'll get it sooner sooner or later. Bitch, you better consider your fucking tone when you speak to me. You better consider your tone when you speak to me. I ain't playing. 
guys, I really want to know why when I do podcasts that I have to spit so much. And I know that's TMI. But it's weird. This is not good for radio. This is not good for broadcasting. And I really don't understand what's going on. But it's like every time I fucking do a podcast, it's like all of a sudden, all of a sudden my nose just has so much whatever. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm just sucking shit out the back of my throat. Pause. That was wild. That was wild. Pause. But yeah, I don't know what's up. That shit fucking, that shit really just threw me all off right now. I didn't even know where I was talking about. Um, Yeah, but back to the salsa. It just really, you know, it just really makes me feel like, damn, Don, like, you got to learn. As a man, learning salsa is it's worth it. It's, you really get to see what it's like. When you're not doing your job as a man. That's the best way I can I can really put this shit. This experience for me. Like I said, life applies to life if you just apply it. And and that is really what I'm getting from this. But I have every intentions on taking my ass back next Thursday. Every intentions. I have every intentions of going back next Thursday because I do want to learn this shit. I want to be able to dance salsa. I want to be able to sing goddamn virgin while to a bitch while like I just couldn't even imagine. I just can't even imagine being good at salsa dancing and being able to dance with a woman the correct way when that song comes on. It would just be it'd be absolutely absolutely amazing, but boy oh boy, was it embarrassing. The Asian lady she was dead nice at the shit. She just, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I just wonder what the hell is going on in their face, especially if they don't think, especially if they don't think off the rip that I'm an attractive man. Like, what if they look at me like, what if I, what if I'm in there looking stupid, like a jackass, just with no rhythm in there with two left feet. And when they look at me off the bat, they already thinking like, oh, he's like not an attractive looking man. That's a double whammy. That's horrible. That I don't get no grace in their mind. No grace whatsoever. At least if they think I'm attractive and I'm looking and I'm looking silly, they can just partly lose some attraction. You know what I'm saying? But then I can get it back once I get my once I get my shit right. I'm in there, if they think I'm ugly off top, and I ain't got no rhythm, it was horrible. It was horrible. I could see the despair on the, on the ladies' faces every time they had to come dance with me. And then I could see the joy every time they danced with somebody else. Because everybody else was getting the steps right. The, the nigga that was beside me, dude, was he was low-key good with the shit. Every time a little white bitch went to go dance, oh, she was just so happy because in salsa, 
women wanna women wanna feel sexy. They wanna feel good. It's all again, it's like dating, it's like dating a rich nigga. They wanna feel they wanna feel secure. They wanna feel taken care of. They wanna feel protected. And when they and when they and when they know that they got that, for the most part, even though it's a lot of little dog ass hoes out here, shout out Tyrese's ex wife. For the most part, man, they happy. They really happy. They really enjoying themselves with you. They really enjoying life. That's how it is in salsa when a man actually knows how to dance. Because you can make her look good. You know what I'm saying? She get to be sexy and now she look good with you. She like that. It's already an intimate little, you know what I'm saying? Dance with me, bitch. You just look like a you just look like dumb and dumber with me. <laughs> bitch look like dumb and dumber with me. And it's just, and it's just not, it's just not what's needed. It's not what they want. And and I really was feeling bad for him. I really was feeling bad for him. So I will be keeping y'all updated. I will be keeping y'all updated on um on, 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 on my salsa lessons and, and how that's starting to go. Uh, I, I, I look forward to when I actually can remember some shit and and I uh and then I start hitting some like salsa bars, some let some some Latina bar, uh, some Latin bars out here. Not like the Mexican bars out here where everybody but some actual like where they playing some Latin music and shit like that, you know? So then I can really I can really see what shit hitting on. Oh, uh, but for my next topic, I'm going to go back to a topic I was talking about last week. The side chick. And I'm not necessarily going to talk about the side chick, but more so the importance. And my homie Bob was just saying, like, he had, he had jumped in a group chat and he was just like, you know, the reason why the side chick can be so lit is because you actually get to keep it real with your side bitch. Like, with your main woman, you can't tell her your insecurities. You can't tell her your 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 fears. You can't tell her that sometimes you feel like you don't know how you're gonna do shit. Sometimes you feel like it's just all too much. Because you supposed to be her man. And she putting trust into you. Again, like in salsa. She putting trust in you to lead. That you that you know what you're doing. She believe. She believe that you know what you're doing. And she always needs to see that you know what you're doing. And the first moment that you just kind of let it slip of like, damn, I don't think I know what. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. She going to console you in the moment, but that shit not going to leave her mind. She going she going she going to really think about that shit and stew about and stew over that shit until you really do something, a nice little feat that kind of show her that like, "Oh, okay, cool." Whew. All right, my nigga got it. He still he still got it. And and when I was thinking about it, when he was saying that, I was just thinking about like my last relationship and how again, because I, I, I wasn't I, I, I wasn't sure. 
This was my first time actually dating a woman, a young woman. I'm used to dating girls. You know what I'm saying? And I don't mean, oh, I'm just an old nigga dating. Like, of course not. I'm just talking about high school, uh, young 20s, being 20, 21, 22 years old, shit like that. You know what I'm saying? But dating a woman when I'm 26, 27, 28, that's different. When she 26, 27, 28, that's different. Because we looking at life different now. We got different expectations and shit like that. And like I said, just being in L.A., school, work, uh, just different jobs, careers, not doing this. Like, shit was just tough. Shit was tough. And I used to and I used to tell her that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, not so much that it was, but just speaking on shit. Um, and that was a mistake. And I didn't realize it at the time that was a mistake. I didn't realize that actually being vulnerable with your woman, especially when you're not rich. Like you can be vulnerable with your woman when you got paper. Cause even if you even if you vulnerable and tell like man I don't know how we gonna get through this the company doing this and that whatever 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 unless she just always been in them circles of dealing with a certain type of nigga nine times out of ten she gonna she probably gonna rock with you because she still probably feel like this my best nigga. Granted, these days in 2023, bitches is definitely thinking every nigga can be their best nigga. And they willing to give them all a shot. Easily. But if you already caked up, she not going nowhere. You broke? You broke and start telling a bitch you stressed? Telling a bitch you got problems. Telling a bitch how you feel. How it's affecting you. No, sir. You can't do that. You can't do that. But as men, we want to do that. We want to be able to tell somebody something. Yeah, we can tell our homies, but at the same time, our homies just going to be like, man... Whatever, whatever, do your thing, blah, 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 tighten the fuck up, this and that, whatever the case. And that's shit that we that we need to hear. And that's shit that we welcome. But at the same time, sometimes, nigga, you want some nurturing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You want to be able to, you, you want to be able to talk about this type of shit while feeling loved, while holding somebody. While laying on a bitch lap or some shit like head arrested or like, I don't know, but you want to be able to do that. And with your side woman, you can do that shit. You know, so when you lose your side woman, especially if you had her for a minute, it's probably like, damn, I ain't really in a sense. It is crazy because you would think this should this should be your girl, but it can't be. But it's like, damn, I done, I done lost my confidant. 
Fuck the sex. Fuck the whatever, whatever. Damn, I done lost my confidant. Who I'm gonna be tell who I'm who I'm gonna tell this shit to? Who I'm gonna unload all this shit off on? And then and then give me a nut after. I ain't fucking on my therapist. <laughs> on my therapist. What I do? I can definitely see how that shit is uh, incredibly disappointing. I can definitely see how that shit uh, truly be hurting niggas. For sure, for sure. You know? And speaking of therapy, maybe not necessarily therapy, but this is going to be, now this is where I'm going to kind of get deep. Maybe a little dark, maybe a little sad, but it's going to be real. No cap. So like I told y'all on a episode before, I was listening to the Joe Budden podcast and they were just talking about, they were talking about happiness and, uh, how, how, how that's learned in life and how you have to earn happiness in life. As humans, I don't think we're born just default uh with a with a with a good with a good outlook. And that's this not what that's not what they were saying. This is just what this is now what I'm saying, but they were just speaking kind of on, on this topic. Uh and I believe that. I believe that. Now I do think people are born with certain traits, characteristics, uh, certain hearts. You know what I'm saying? And those can be uh, nurtured in any direction, just depending on how your life go. You could be born a relatively downright cold heart type nigga. Like a, maybe just an evil person, a manipulative, just kind of shitbag person. And your path in life could kind of bring you out of that or it can push you even deeper into it. You know what I'm saying? And you can be a, a kind-hearted person, a, a, a compassionate, a respectful, a empathetic person. And your path in life can push you even more into that direction or your path in life can push you to the opposite. To where you just kind of like fuck niggas and, you know, shit was all good, but shit ain't good now. So this is just what I'm on, you know, but I don't know if people are born with uh, the glasses half full type of outlook nor do i think people are born with a necessarily glasses half empty outlook either but you gotta earn i think you really gotta learn to you gotta learn to have that glass full half full type of mentality you know so when they were kind of speaking on that, 
they got to the to the topic of like giving up in life and uh when people get to the point of suicide and shit like that and they were just saying like well why can't a motherfucker just decide i'm cool you know like sometimes i'd be talking to my pops on the phone or or when i'll go visit this and that shit like me and my pops would be talking and whatever the case and uh, somehow or another, we'll always just kind of get to, it's just whatever we'll be talking about, just reflections in life, this and that, whatever the case may be, right? And my pops always just be like, you know, but what you going to do? Like, you, you can't just give up, you know? You can't give up in life. You got to just keep going and all this and that shit. And I'm like, yeah, for sure. Like, you know, you can't this and that, whatever, you know? Uh, but sometimes I be thinking, like, well, why can't you? Why can't you just call it quit in life? Granted, I get it from like a religion standpoint, I think in Christianity and maybe in all religions that, you know, suicide is like an automatic ticket to hell. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it is. Maybe it ain't. I don't know. Uh, But let's say it ain't. Why can't somebody just feel like I'm ready to get up out of here? You know, uh, and like I've been, I've been there before, uh, in high school, in high school, I I made an attempt. It was a very weak ass attempt. Uh, and I'll be honest with you guys. I'll be honest with you. Sometimes when I think about that shit, sometimes I get mad at myself not necessarily mad at myself, but the this is gonna be a tough one. The fact that I'm even right here now doing this spot doing this podcast, knowing that I knowing that I made it that that I had an attempt, knowing but knowing that I didn't want to die, you know what I'm saying? It was more so just like a I just kind of blacked out for a second just for a moment and really just a cry out for help and shit like that. But even with that, the fact that I didn't, the fact that I didn't do it, the fact that I'm still alive, it almost makes me feel kind of bitch ass. I ain't even gonna lie to you. It it really, it really kind of makes me feel very bitch ass about about the shit like damn nigga you's a hoe like you ain't like how you you ain't exit like nigga you ain't do it you ain't go all the way that's your problem now nigga you don't commit to shit that's your fucking problem now you don't know how to just stick to something you know so and and I don't know if it's just because I don't know if it's just because I did it once. Now, now I'll also say this. Sometimes I think people are born a certain way. Uh, I still think about that shit a lot to, to this day, for real, for real. Not necessarily that moment, but just I don't think about me wanting to 
it's not so much that I want to kill myself that I want to die, but it's more so of a fact of like, I'm just really kind of over this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just look around the world. I just look around at life. I look at my life. You know what I'm saying? And it's just kind of like, eh, is it going to get, is it, is it really going to get any better? And it's not even so much that my life is just like, it's just so bad. It's just so terrible and all this and that shit. Like it ain't, it's just regular app. Like it ain't nothing. It ain't nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? But it's just more so of like, I'll put it to you this way. I'll put it to you this way. It's almost like a club. Last night, and and this could be, you know, partially why you why you stick around. Like I said, last night I go to I go to the spot, right? I go to the spot. Now I could have picked any kind of spot. Maybe that's a little different when it comes to life because we ain't necessarily choose to be here, but just for the analogy, rock with me. I could have picked anywhere to be. Anywhere to be. I chose a spot. I went to it. Because of how I felt when I was there and this and that shit, I was ready to leave. I didn't drove all the way up to West Ham, which it ain't like that. That ain't far from. That really ain't that far from me. It won't know, but like fifteen minutes. And just, just one time, just shout out fucking Houston, my nigga. Like being able to go to the to a club, leave your spot at eleven, eleven fifteen, actually get to the club at motherfucking eleven thirty. Cause the shit, and when the shit really is. 10 miles away or some goofy shit like that. Like in LA, my nigga, you just can't do that, bro. You just can't. And I lived in K-Town. I was living downtown. Most of the time, if you want to go party, you partying in downtown. You might party in K-Town, depending on, or you partying somewhere in Hollywood, West Hollywood, this and that, maybe North Hollywood. I mean, this place is a party all over LA, but those are, you know, your spots, whatever. Niggas taking forever. But anyways, that was a, that was a tangent. I could have picked anywhere. I went there. And I was like, fuck it. I'm ready to leave. Like, all right. Obviously, the club don't close till 2. It's like 11-something. It might be going on 12 o'clock. I don't only been in here for like 30 minutes, but I'm just looking around and I don't see the night. I don't see the night going in any type of way, turning out any kind of way. That's really worth me being here until this shit close just to be here until this shit close. I'm going home. Fuck this shit. <laughs> I'm going home. Like, it is what it is. Now, like I said, I made my mind up to go home. I was going home. I was going to finish my drink, 
Stand outside somewhere in the cut looking crazy. Outside. Finish my drink. Smoke on my little jewel. And fucking and head out. But I seen some niggas going through a door, this and that shit. Went in there. And I ended up staying for another hour or so. Some shit like that. I left the club last night probably around like 115, some shit like that. Not not too long after one o'clock. You know? Uh and it was cool. And I had fun. I texted my brother. I texted my brother. Thanks for hitting me up, bro. I'm out. I'm having a good time right now. Love you. I had fun. So maybe, maybe that's the reason why you shouldn't be able to just call it quits in life. Because you just never fucking know. Not even so much of like, again, oh, all of a sudden I'm going to be rich or all of this and that, whatever the case may be. Fuck all that. Just how you look at it. Just your outlook on the situation. You never know when that's going to change for you. You never know what it is that's going to happen. You can still be in your same position, working your same job, living in your same apartment, driving your same car, in your same relationship, whatever the case may be, but just something might happen. And now all of a sudden, you just kind of really looking at shit different. Like, oh, okay, for sure. Hmm. You know what? I think I can rock. I think I can appreciate it. I think I can rock with it. I think I will rock with it a little longer. For sure. You know? It could be hitting the lottery. It could be just a kind act. Maybe you doing something kind for somebody. Maybe you done found something in life that you really like to do. You went go-karting one day. Now all of a sudden you like you like go-karting. Now you just started doing fucking amateur go-kart racing and shit like that. Maybe you done found painting. Maybe you didn't all of a sudden just started DJing and just, you know, realized like, damn, I really like this shit. This shit really fun. I fuck with it. This shit really feed me. This shit really feed me. And if I'm being honest, if I'm being honest, I think that's where, where I fall. I ain't had nothing feed me in a long time. Like, this could be wrong. This could be right. I don't know. But looking back, looking back, I was, what, 17? I was 17 when I tried to kill myself. And not long after that, now, again, I mean, this is also a little different because, like I said, it wasn't. I really don't know what the fuck was going on. Like, I, it was heartbreak. It was all kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, I never even attributed it to my dad's divorce. Uh, I never, I never even thought about how that affected me. 
You know what I'm saying? Because at the time, I really just attributed everything to just heartbreak. Like, damn, I'm just, I just lost my girl and all this. Like, I'm just really going through. I'm really thinking I'm just on some simp ass shit, which I was. Uh, but one day I was just talking. Me and my dad was just talking. He and he he had brought that up, and I was like, damn, pop. Like, I ain't never even thought about that. But you probably right. Like, that probably did have a good little bit, uh, to do with it. You know what I'm saying? Of just Feeling like I was losing a part of, uh, just losing a part of my family, you know, like really, just really kind of losing a part of my family. Like I said, I can remember that time uh, some shit went down at the crib. Uh, it got real at the crib, my nigga. It got real, real at the crib, too fucking real, honestly. Uh, and and my cousin Chris, my nigga, that I be shouting, that I be shouting out, uh, on the pod, on the pod, like I just remember calling him that day. Like, I just wanted to call my nigga and I I just want I, I just wanted to tell bro how I feel about him and I was just praying, you know what I'm saying, that he reciprocated it. I was just praying, like, man, please, my nigga, just let us be good. Like, you really my dog, my nigga. You really my motherfucking dog. Uh so please, please can we be good. And yeah, we was mm. I'm almost getting emotional right now. Uh, but yeah, so anyways, anyways, that shit really has some I think that shit really kind of played into it. You know what I'm saying? Uh just a just a lot of shit. But damn, where the fuck was I going? Damn, I kind of forgot where I was going with that. I kind of forgot. Oh, feeding me. That's right. Uh Life just, I don't know what it was. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I had a little blackout moment. So even with that being said, one shit, one shit cleared, like I was cool. Like I was kind of back to normal within a week, two weeks. Like really, probably within a couple days or some shit like that. Like I was really just kind of back to whatever. I remember my dad like put me on punishment and shit like that. Like nigga, you're not finna just like... (laughs) Yo, that's just so. That's just how crazy niggas is. That's how crazy niggas is. I tried to kill myself. My dad put me on punishment. <laughs> he took my car and shit away from me. <laughs> Nigga put me in therapy for two fucking sessions and was like, "All right, you cool." Just because he ain't want to, but. Truthfully, looking back on it, like, and I like talking to the lady. I had like talking to her, like, really, he should have probably kept me in that shit. But again, we just black folk. We don't, we don't know nothing about trauma, and we don't know how to deal. We don't know nothing about dealing with emotions and and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, only thing my nigga was probably thinking about, like. All right, this nigga, he good. Like, <laughs> I ain't finna keep paying for all this goddamn therapy. <laughs> that nigga don't need no fucking therapy. His ass, I right. <laughs> better find him another bitch. <laughs> you feel me? Oh, um, but yeah, but I say all that to say what did start feeding me was rap, uh, music. Music really started, started, and I've always loved music. I always loved music. Like, but my junior year, my junior year, 
the second semester of my junior year of high school, and I, I kind of attribute weed to it a little bit, for real, for real, because I just started hearing this shit a little different. But music really was just feeding me, man. Like, it was just, I was just really loving that shit. And I was discovering more music and this and that. Then when I started rapping, like, that just gave me a whole new, like, Again, I can just remember just how fearless I was when I really wanted that shit. Like, I was calling. I had to call. Like, when I moved down here to Houston, like I said, I remember calling the warehouse trying to see if I could perform because I just thought that I could do that. I just thought that I could, like, open up for somebody and shit like that. And the lady was like, well, you got to have a book and this and that and whatever, whatever. Like, I just didn't know any better. I just didn't know any better. And they always say like that's they always say that's kind of like a that's that's one of the superpowers of entrepreneurs is they have is they're sometimes just like and they're not literally stupid. They're not literally dumb, but it's almost like you just got to be dumb enough to do the shit. You know what I'm saying? Because you just not even thinking about all the shit you really got to do to do it. You just thinking about doing this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, again, I ain't know. Like, nigga, I'm driving all downtown. I ain't never. I'm dr- trying to sign up for shows and all this and that, nigga. I ain't never in my life thought I was going to leave fucking Roanoke, Virginia, my nigga. I started rapping and really wanted to do this shit. Nigga, the first thing I did was move my ass out of Roanoke. The first opportunity I seen. Oh, what? The Art Institute? The Art Institute? They got one in Houston? Oh, I, oh, I would like to go to school in Houston? Oh, for sure. I'm moving I'm moving with my mom then. That's where the rap at. It's a bigger market than, than Roanoke, so I'm gone. Fuck this shit. Oh, Houston ain't really hitting no shit. Man, I got to figure out a way to get to New York, but I can't really afford it. And this and that shit right now, like... And looking back on it, I probably, if I really, 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 really would have, like, had a real-ass conversation with my mom about it, she probably would have helped me out. <laughs> she probably would have, like, helped me out with, like, rent. She probably she might have gave me, like, six months. She probably would have helped me out for, like, six months. Like, all right, I'm going to hold you down for a little bit. Like, I, I probably could have just bypassed the military and went straight to New York. You know what I'm saying? But, uh... Yeah, so I know that was a long, uh, winded conversation, but just to come back to how I feel now in life, shit ain't been feeding me. Shit ain't been feeding me. Uh, I think about my mid-20s and just all the shit I was doing, all the partying, all the fucking, fucking all these random people and shit like that. Uh, mentally, even just mentally, that habit is just still kind of in my mind. You know what I'm saying? Just hoping to, I don't know, to fill some kind of void. You know what I'm saying? Like all fucking weekend, just scrolling on date naps and scrolling on three fun and getting on fucking double list and replying to post and, and, and creating posts and all this and that shit. Like, Knowing that I ain't finna get no bites, really kind of knowing that I don't even really want to pop out 
even if something did click, like, do I really like I ain't and like I said, I ain't never been a flaker in the game. I was never a flaker in the game. Like, even if I thought the shit was low-key, just a little sketch, like I would still kind of pull up because it was just like, all right, that was my word. Like I said, I'm gonna pull up and I'm fucking, I'm gonna do it for the nut. I'm gonna do it for the nut. You know what I'm saying? But now it's still I ain't even, it's kind of like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like when it really get to the point to where I gotta go, like, damn, we really finna do this, huh? I kind of be like, damn, I kind of be a little disappointed. Like, fuck. Like, I really got to I really gotta pull up. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is kind of trash. Um, but again, what is that doing for me? Not a fucking thing. Wasting goddamn time. You know what I'm saying? So I just be thinking, like, damn, Don, what if you just stuck in this? Like, what if you just always stuck in this and you not... And you can't get out of that. Again, it's not like it's the worst thing in the world, but it's just like I'm over it. I'm ready to go to another club or I'm ready to just go home. But this spot right here, I'm ready to leave. And I understand how people can feel that way about Earth, about their life. It's not even so much that I want to die because I'm just so miserable and I don't know how to. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how to handle shit and all this and that. I'm just really kind of looking around and I'm just like, yeah, uh, whatever. I'm just kind of over this shit. Like, whatever. Uh, Was I born that way? Was I born susceptible to suicidal thoughts? It's possible. I will be honest with you, for my whole entire life, I have always felt like I just kind of had a, 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 a deep level Maybe not a deep level, but always a solid sense of just sadness, a solid sense of uh, slight despair, if I'm using that in the right word, in the, in the right way. Um, again, I don't know if that's got anything to do with just not growing up with my mom and just always kind of having like attachment issues and just dealing with that shit or whatever the case. Like, I don't know. But for as long as I can remember, for as long as I can remember, I've always just kind of felt, you know what I'm saying? Just whatever. Now, granted, even though I always felt that, I also was the same motherfucker growing up, middle school, high school, hearing about uh, kids killing themselves in middle school, high school, around Roanoke and shit like that. And I always be the nigga that's talking about like, man, like what the fuck would they do that for? Them niggas is weak and this and that. And not really just, not really necessarily shitting on them, but just not even understanding. Like what, why the fuck would they do that? Why would they, then all of a sudden I got there. Uh, If a motherfucker, you know, when I tell people I be feeling niggas, that was probably one of the most pivotal moments in my life of really just, and I've always been an empathetic person. I've always been an empathetic person. I really, I really had, even though I just said uh, this and that, that for me was the key. That was, that was almost like, I ain't saying that was like the lab, but for me, I feel like that was like one of, you know, if I'm in the final steps and there's 20 steps left, that right there was like that was the first step for me into that next level of uh, of empathizing with people because I really got there and I just never in my life would have thought that would be me. You know what I'm saying? I never in my I never would have thought that would be me, even though, like I said, I've always just kind of felt by myself for real, for real. You know, 
Um, so yeah, uh, long story short is, I don't know if it's wrong. I don't know if it's wrong. I really don't know if it's wrong if people just decide, hey, I'm ready to get about this bitch. If I'm being, if I'm, if I, I'm getting, I might be being too real on this podcast today. That's partially why I don't own a gun. One, because I don't trust myself with how I would use it with someone else. Because I, I, I just feel like, I just feel like I might fuck around and use it in a situation where it just don't need to be used. You know what I'm saying? But a motherfucker had done something, they'd impressed me or this and that shit. And now I'd all of a sudden, now I done pulled a gun out. And like my dad always said, nigga, if you pull a gun out, nigga, you got to use it. That's just that's just the bottom fucking line. You pull a gun out, you got to use it. Because what, what else you going to do? Let a nigga walk down on you and take your pistol? <laughs> that's what you going to do? You just going to pull it out and then let a nigga just walk down on you like you a hoe? And just take your shit? <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> As a man, I don't, I don't think you could do that. I don't even know how you could do that. And I and I couldn't do that. <laughs> I couldn't do that. They could get too close. I'm popping your bitch ass. You best to step back. Oh, uh, but then another reason is sad to say it, but it's the truth. Sometimes I'm scared of how the fuck I might feel one day waking up. How the fuck I might feel throughout the day. One night when I'm just by myself. Lord knows don't let me start smoking some weed or some shit like that and just really get to thinking. Getting way too deep in my thoughts. Getting way too, like I like how I was when bro came, came last, uh, two weeks ago. Lord knows. I told that nigga when I was in the car, I was like, I'll be honest with you, bro. I want to go home, but but I'm really scared to be alone right now. I'm really scared to be alone. Uh, granted, I was cool. I came home. I was cool, nigga. I came home, got in the bed, <laughs> and just listened to some music and just was high and just high until I wasn't high no more. Uh, but yeah, yeah, you know, so. Hey, shout out all my motherfuckers that, you know, be walking around in life just some kind of, just sometimes feeling away. Uh I don't know if we weak minded people. I don't know if we just got a lot of bitch assness in our blood. It very well could be the case. Uh if it is the case, hey, your one and only favorite Wody right there with you. I ain't even gonna sit here and lie to you, dog. I'm right there with you. Uh Damn, I'm getting too honest in this in this motherfucking podcast. I don't know what's going on right now. It's so real. It's so real. Like that shit's so real in my mind that the real reason why I be doing these podcasts and shit for real sometimes, like this is what I say to myself. Uh or 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 this is what I would hope. This is something I I I I I hope the people that care about me or just know me, whatever the case, all this shit is here for when you think about me. Right now, I got 157 episodes. I would love to get to 500. Shit, I love to get to 1,000, whatever the case may be. No matter what the number is, they all going to be there for when you think about me.
damn, dying on my mind. They right there. Let me uh, let me go hear my nigga's voice. Let me go hear it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so, yeah. Anyways, maybe that got a little too heavy. That got a little too heavy. So let me go ahead and uh, do I got anything else I want to talk about? Uh, no, I don't. But yeah, just shout out, shout out, just shout out everybody. Shout out everybody that's going on, that's going through life. Uh, whether you love it, whether you just, you know, you're just thinking about shit or you're going through tough times. Whatever the case may be, I'm not going to sit here and say you got to stick it out and you got to do this and that. Uh, Do what you got to do. Now, I will say, but I will say this as well. Stick that motherfucker out, man. You know what I'm saying? Because you just never know. You never know what 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 could happen in life to just make you feel like, nah, this shit worth it. You know what I'm saying? You got kids. You got kids, that's probably something that's always going to make you feel like, damn, this shit worth it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, And that's not the same motherfuckers don't be getting up out of here when they do got kids. I can't even imagine how they feel. I can't even imagine what's in their head. I can't even imagine what's on their heart. Because, and like I said, I had a song back in the day about the shit called Selfish Act. Uh, And I still do think it's, a selfish act, but maybe it's selfish. And I think I might have heard Joe and them saying, uh, Joe say this once before, but like he was just like, maybe it's selfish for everybody around him. Maybe everybody around that person. Like, you don't know what that person going through. You don't know what that person is and that. And you want them to stick around just for you. Because you don't want to go through the hurt. You don't want to have to deal with what's going to come with them not being here. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Get over it, possibly. Uh, I say that to say, like I said, just things that make a motherfucker stick around. Kids and shit like that. I can't imagine with somebody's kids, not even some, with somebody's kids, but for them to go through that decision, I know their kids is on their mind the whole time, though. I know they kid. I know they thinking, damn, I'm really fitting to like leave my kids. What are they going to do? Like, I hate this. Mm. Yeah, let me yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me get on up out of here, guys. I done, I done got too deep in this shit. I done, got, I done got deep on some shit that I've been kind of talking in circles about. You know that's crazy. You know that's kind of crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. We up out of here. We up out of here. Let me go ahead and get to Song of the Week, because this is Song of the Week for sure. Make me sweat. Make me hotter. Normally, I could keep my cool, but tonight I'm whining. I'ma be in a dangerous mood. Can you match my timing? Mm-hmm. Telling me that you're really about. 
So show me that you understand how I like it. such a fire ass song that shit really fire as fuck holy shit that is such an amazing song jesus christ that is such a good song man jesus christ that is such a good song uh yeah but anyways all right guys uh i apologize for anybody that's listening shit got a little you know what i'm saying shit got a little low shit got a little you know what I'm saying? If I might have downed your spirits, this and that shit, uh, and with that last little that last little segment. You know what I'm saying? I do apologize. I know this shit can be heavy sometimes. Niggas don't want to hear all that shit, this and that. But you know, again, I don't be rapping, so that's partly the reason why why I be doing this shit. Because sometimes a nigga just feel like getting the shit off, whatever that may be. And sometimes, sometimes I hear shit and. It, and it makes me think and I relate and it be shit like this. So my apologies, my apologies. You know what I'm saying? And Lord willing, Lord willing, your nigga ain't going nowhere. You know what I mean? I'm fighting for you, Jack. I'm fighting for you, Jack.
Well, that might be the best one I've done uh, the, to date. You know what I mean? 